You're listening to the Friday Night Watch Show with Sally on Quality FM. Hello there friends and welcome to the Friday Night Watch Show on the Kolide FM podcast. The name is Tamsan Ogachuma and this is a podcast that comes to you from the city of Pretoria, South Africa. A podcast that focuses on family life issues, more so on marital aspects. And we just want to thank you for sharing our podcasts with your friends, with your family, with your colleagues and uh, you can find us on social media platforms. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. This is the Friday Night Watch Show on the Kolite FM podcast. Well, we last had a conversation two weeks ago, and we decided to take a break and recharge our batteries. I'm glad to say, well, we have rested a bit, and we are raring to go. Well, this week, we want to talk about mindsets in marriage we want to talk about mindsets in marriage and there is a verse that i want to share with us and the verse comes from the book of proverbs chapter 23 verses 7 for as a man thinketh in his heart so is he as a man think for as a man thinketh in his heart so is he the bible is very explicit direct simple how you think in your heart is who you are, is what you become, is what you will be. And so, as we are in marriage, there's a way that we think. There's a way that we think, and the way we think influences how our marriage is. How the, it influences the, 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 the intensity or the lack thereof of our marriage. The way we think also says to us, it's either our marriages will be what we call thriving marriages or what you would call, um, you know, cold or lukewarm marriages. So how you think, how you behave, your mindset influences where your marriage is going. I mean, people have got into marriage and said, with a mindset that says women are a problem. Women are a problem. And you know what happens? You discover that your wife is a problem. There's women who've got into marriage and said men are dogs. And what have they discovered? They have discovered that men are dogs. There are people who've told themselves that marriage is brilliant. And you know what happens? They invite brilliance into their marriage. There are people who've gone into marriage and, and have said to themselves, you know what? I'm in this for children. I'm not in, I'm, I'm, my mind is, is no longer here. And so what, you, you know what has happened? They have not experienced the goodness of marriage because they are in there for the children. They are not in there for the marriage. They are not in there to experience the beauty or the goodness of marriage. And, 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 and so, as a man thinketh, so is he. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And so the question that I want to pose you, to, to you today is, what is your mindset 
toward marriage what is your mindset toward marriage and and this is very critical because the way you think influences the way you respond the way to situations the way you handle things in your marriage this there are people who think that they are the most brilliant and the wisest and so what it says is even when your spouse contributes something you think they've said a whole lot of nothing there are some people who don't trust their mindset they've got a mindset that says i don't trust nobody so they're in a marriage where there is no trust and so the lack of trust then means there is no peace there is no uh, quietness in marriage because when you don't trust then they, it means there is no peace so what is your mindset like our mindset also influences the level of intimacy in marriages the way you think influences intimacy in marriage now let me go a, a slightly deeper into that aspect of your mindset and intimacy there are some people who actually think that their spouses are a bother their spouses are a nag and so what it does is these people have got this tendency to push people away to push their spouses away from them because they think their spouse is a problem and is a nag so what it does is it cuts off that level of intimacy it cuts off that build towards being close to one another let me give you another uh, aspect about the way people think there are people who think that forgiving in marriage is a no go area there are people who think that forgiveness in marriage does not exist there are people who think that when you've done wrong you've done wrong there's no reason to forgive and, and so it takes away the element of forgiveness in marriage and yet it is quite important to have forgiveness in marriage because there is no marriage that will thrive without forgiveness there are some people in marriage who are who do not appreciate who do not appreciate they are thinking the mindset is it ought to be there it ought to be done why should i thank you why should i give you recognition it's your duty it's your role why should i and so there is no the thinking is i i i shouldn't think so these people will not say thank you these people will not say i appreciate these people will even demand when that thing that they're used to is not there so there's a mindset that is unappreciative there's a mindset that says there are people who have got a mindset that says i'm in marriage because i want to have sex legally within the paradigms or within the laws of god and 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 and, and so what it means is when this person has got their sex they they're no longer interested in you as a spouse so that kind of thinking that the, 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 there's a thinking that says I am grown up so I need to get married. And, and and that kind of thinking is the kind of thinking that lacks purpose. You can't marry because you've grown up. So so what if you've grown up? Is it a license to get married? No, it's not a license. You might not even be ready to get married. There's also people who've got a mindset that says I'm in marriage because I want to get out of 
financial distress. And so the thinking that goes into marriage is a thinking of selfishness. It is a thinking of self of self rather than thinking of the other. You are thinking of the other as a supplier of resource. You are not thinking of them as somebody that you can build or create a relationship with. Hence you find that there are some people who got married and are miserable because they got married for money and so they they are not experiencing the joy and the beauty of marriage. There are some people who are in marriage who have got this thinking I am not happy because of my spouse. There are people who are sitting there and and saying, I'm not happy because of my spouse. They base their unhappiness on their spouse because in their mindset, they've got a mindset that says, my spouse has got to make me happy. And, 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 And I want to challenge that kind of thinking. I've got my reasons as to why I want to believe that the demand that your spouse makes you happy is one that has led to many disappointments. It has led to violated expectations. You see, if you cannot be happy, if you cannot be happy alone, if you cannot be happy with self, by yourself, you can never be happy with another person. And, 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 and so our thinking, our thinking influences where we are. There are some people who are very, very traditional in their thinking. They think that there's a, there's a husband, there's a wife. The wife is going to give the husband one, two, three, and the husband is going to bring, bring in the cash, the moolah, the dough, and that's it. And, and this kind of people will not invest in other areas of their relationship as long as they get food on the table, as long as they get sex in bed, get their clothes washed, as long as the children are taken care of. To them, that's it. Nothing else. That kind of mindset. And so the question is, what kind of mindset should we get into marriage with? Because if we have got that kind, if we've got those kind of mindsets that I've mentioned, it means that we will never experience the beauty of marriage. Now, one writer, I think it's James Allen, who wrote the book um, "As a Man Thinketh." One thing that he said and 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 really caught my attention. He writes and he says, "You cannot think pure thoughts." and harvest what is evil. You cannot think what is evil and harvest what is pure. You cannot think to yourself that um, you cannot have this mindset to say, this person is boring. I Why did I even get married to this person? And then expect to harvest beautiful things. Because this person might even be doing what is beautiful, and you, you, you can't even see it because in your mindset, you've got a mindset to say, I shouldn't have married this guy. I think I made a mistake to marry this woman. And so mindset also influences what we hear or what we don't hear, what we see or what we don't see, what we feel or what we don't feel. And so it is important to know, to have the right kind of thinking 
there are some people who have got this thinking that says, I've got to be tough as nails. And so they've got no tenderness. They have got no uh, a softness towards their spouse. There are some people who think, there are people who think in marriage that my money is my money, their money is our money, or his money is his money. And that kind of thinking is the kind of thinking that says, it is the kind of thinking that says you will not progress in financially in your marriage because you are not working as a team. So as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And I just want us to pause there. And I want you to contemplate what kind of mindset do you have in your marriage? What kind of mindset do you... In actual fact, before we go for the break, I want to mention two things. There are people who have got a mindset of control. A mindset that says, I control. I am... I will make sure you think the way I think you do things the way I do them. That kind of thinking that kills your individual identity. There are some people who are in marriage and... and they have got, they are stubborn. But when I say it in English, it does not make sense. I want to say it in my language. Banengani, they are stubborn. No matter what you say, they are stubborn. That kind of mindset. What kind of mindset do you have in your marriage? As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. We're going to take a short break. And this week, we're going to listen to a song from Jehovah a cappella, a group from Uganda, and the song says, Just a little talk with Jesus makes it right. I hope you enjoy. I once was lost in sin, but Jesus took me in. And then a little light from heaven filled my soul. It bent my heart in love and wrote my name above. Just a little talk with Jesus makes me whole. Have a little talk with Jesus. Let us tell him all about our troubles. He will laugh and describe. Answer by and by. Feel a little prayer will turn him. That was Jehovah a cappella from Uganda and what a beautiful message there. Just a little talk with Jesus will make it right. Beautiful harmony, beautiful melody, beautiful music there. Well, you can uh, find, you can buy more of their music on Linktree. That was just a taste, a snippet of what these young men are doing. They've taken Africa by storm. I enjoy their music. Well, this week we are looking at your mindset versus intimacy in marriage. So we have said your mindset influences how you behave in marriage. Your mindset influences how you respond or react to your spouse. Your mindset influences your way or your behavior in marriage. Your mindset influences where you are going to or where your marriage 
is headed to. Your mindset influences what your marriage will become. And so the question that we posed is, in terms of thinking, I have you got the right thinking in marriage? Are you thinking in such a way that at the end of the day, your thinking will make sure your marriage grows for the better, your marriage grows for the best. And, and, and so we, we want to look at what kind of thinking should you or what kind of mindset should you come in with or should you be having in marriage. And I just want to start by this uh, thought. When God creates Eve, before he creates Eve, he says, it is not good that men should be alone. And I, I've always said this, if you've listened to my previous podcast, I've always said, in essence, what God was saying, he was saying, it is good for a, for man to be with somebody. It is good for man to have a relationship. It is good for man to love somebody, to relate to somebody. And, 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 and so in this instance, it was good for Adam to be with Eve. And so the first mindset that we should come in with in marriage is that marriage is good. It is good for me. It is good for your spouse. It is good for society. It is good for our country. It is good for the whole world. Why is it good? It is good because God said it is good. The devil might have lied to us and said marriage is bad. The devil might have given us experiences that have made marriage seem like it is bad. But God has never taken away the goodness of marriage. Even after the the, uh, the fall of man into sin, God has always kept and retained the goodness of marriage. Only if we allow ourselves to experience that goodness. But we as humanity have purposed to counter the goodness that God put into marriage. Number two, there is no woman. A woman is not a bad human being. Women are not a problem. The perception, the, the kind of mindset that says women are a problem is the kind of mindset that has made us view women and with a negative eye and it has not allowed us the opportunity to experience them, to experience the goodness that God put in them. You see, if you're one of those men that says women are a problem, I want to challenge you. Is it possible that God would create a problem and say to Adam, I'm giving, when God says, I will create a helpmate, why would God create a problem for Adam? When he's very specific, he created a helpmate for Adam. Number three, let us move away from the perception that says men are children or men are dogs. The mere fact that men are think differently from women or behave differently from women does not make them children, neither does it make them dogs. Let me repeat that. Men are not dogs. 
Men are not children. Men simply behave differently from women. And the perception to say men are children makes a wife treat her husband as a child, therefore reducing him from a man to a child, therefore treating him like a child rather than treating him like a grown-up man, like her husband. When she says a man is a dog, she ceases to treat him like a man. She begins to treat him like a dog. She gives him she she gives him an identity to say he runs from house to house. He lifts up his leg from one tree to another. And so that kind of mindset, even though you might not see the effect, subconsciously when you call your husband a dog, you begin to treat him like a dog. Number four. Marriage is a school and no one is a master of marriage. Many of us have entered into a marriage with a mindset that says, I know it. And yet I can testify and I can tell you, no human being, you can never say you know a human being fully. Every human being is unique. Every human being is deep. And if you do not go in with the mindset to say, I am in it to learn, you will never learn. If you go in with the mindset of a student, you will learn beautiful and wonderful things. Go in with the mindset to learn, to learn what it means to love, to learn what it means to forgive, to learn what it means to be patient. Go in with the mindset of learning. Next, number four, five. Go in with the mindset of growth. Now, if you go to the book of First Peter chapter 2, Peter lists a number of things that define the growth of a Christian. And also, I want to say, there are things that define growth in marriage. Go in with the mindset that you want to grow. Some of us have remained the same in marriage. We have not grown. We have not grown patience. We have not grown endurance. We have not grown forgiveness. We have not grown kindness. We have not grown knowledge. We have not grown understanding. So go in with the aim to grow. If you want to, one of the pillars of success in marriage is the ability or the desire to grow. You see, God created in such, us in such a way that we have got this huge desire to grow. And so when you are not growing in marriage, when you don't have a mindset of growth in marriage, you are frustrating your spouse. Because one of you has got the desire to grow, has got the desire to progress, to move from one stage to another. So have a mindset of growth. I want to grow. Number six, have a mindset of forgiveness. If there is one thing that has become very scarce in marriage in this day and age, it is the thinking that says, I should forgive. In actual fact, we've grown to, we've come to a point where we say, strike one, strike two, strike three, you are out. And yet the Bible says, 
forgive 70 times 7. And I just want to pose a challenge to you. How many times has God forgiven you? How many times has God looked at your sins? How many times has God says, have you gone to God and said, forgive me? And yet we fail to forgive each other as spouses. Have the mindset of forgiveness. Number seven, have a mindset of loving your spouse honestly, truly, and genuinely. Most of us have not learned nor discovered what love is. We have just said to ourselves, I just want to get married. And so what it means is we have missed out on discovering love. Have a mindset that says, I want to love my spouse high and low. I want to love my spouse even when they are unlovable. I want to love them when they, even when they don't understand what I'm doing to them. Have a mindset of love. The Bible says Christ died for us while we were still yet sinners. Love says I will love you even before you know that I love you. I will love you even when you cannot see my love. I will love you in spite of. I will love you to such an extent that my love will lift you up. The mindset of love. Have a mindset, number eight, have a mindset of discovery. You see, most of us have stopped and ceased to discover what it means to love our spouse. Most of us have ceased and stopped to discover what it means, what, who is our spouse. Most of us have ceased to discover the beauty of love. And yet we complain to say, I want to be loved. I want to experience love. And I want to challenge you. I want to say to you, have a mindset of discovery. Be curious. Be curious as to who your spouse. Number 10. Have the mindset of helping your spouse. Help your spouse to become better than what they were or than what they are. Help your spouse in their moment of weakness. Most of us have gone out and complained about our spouse and we have not helped them become better. Have the mindset to help your spouse. Help them to become more romantic than, you, than what they are. Help them to become more understanding than what they are. Help them to become caring than what they are. Help them to be a better spouse. Help your spouse rather than broadcast their weaknesses. What kind of mindset? Come in with the mindset that says, I will help you. Have this mindset that I will help you become better than what you are. I will help you to be the best that you can be. Have the mindset of patience. Let me repeat that one. Have the mindset of patience. Can I tell you one thing? Why you should have the mindset of patience? Your spouse will disappoint you. Your spouse will hurt you. Your spouse will break your heart. Your spouse will do things that will shock you. That one is guaranteed. That one is expected. 
Why? Because your spouse is a sinner. Because your spouse is human. And so if you've got the mindset of patience, the patient says, I know you've you've done wrong, but I'm, I'm waiting for you to do what is right. I am patiently waiting for you to do what is right. What kind of a mindset? Do you have that mindset of patience to say, I know you will do wrong. Man, oh man, God has been patient with me. God has been patient with me. He's been patient with me in my good and in my bad times. He's been patient with me as I've left the path that he set out for me. And he's saying to me tonight, be patient with your spouse. Have a mindset that says, I will be patient with my spouse. Have a mindset like the one Paul, in, as we wrap it up, the one that Paul says, I have not yet reached the mark. Uh, this one I love. A mindset that says, I might have been married for 20 years. I might have been married for 25 years, but I have not yet reached the mark. There is more to experience with my spouse. There is more to taste with my spouse. There is more to learn of my spouse. There is more that I can give to my spouse. There is more that I can discover about myself. There is more goodness that I can give towards my spouse. Even if I have, think I have given them 100%, I have not yet reached the mark. Have a mindset that says, no, we have reached a, a level of, uh, we, 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 we have reached a break-even level. No. Have a thinking that says, even when my spouse has smiled to ear to, from ear to ear, I want them to smile from, from shoulder to shoulder. You know what? Never reach the mark. There is more that you can experience in your marriage. The devil has peddled a lie. He has peddled a lie that marriage is out of fashion. He has peddled a lie that men cannot change. He has peddled a lie that women cannot be trusted. He has peddled a lie that, uh, you know, marriage is, is, is for the old fashioned. He has peddled a lie that Marriage is no longer relevant in the 21st century. He has peddled a lie that those that get into marriage are unhappy. But I want to tell us the truth. The truth is that God says it is not good for men to be alone. In essence, God is saying it is good for men to have companionship. It is good for men to be with somebody. And he is saying he is not saying to us, it will be easy. He never said that loving your spouse will be easy. He never said that loving your spouse will be a walk in the park. All he wants us to do is to experience the goodness of marriage. And I'm here to challenge your thinking. What have you been thinking? And how is it influencing your marriage? How is it packaging your marriage? Change your mindset. Go to the Lord. Let him change your mindset so that you can become a better spouse. You can experience better and deeper things in your marriage. 
Well, ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to the Friday Night World Show on the Golido FM podcast, and the name is Tamsang Ogachuma, and I just want to thank you for tuning in to this podcast. And I want to encourage you, please do share this podcast with your friends. Share this link, share the file with your friends and family. Let us help each other build better and more fulfilling and satisfying marriages than what we are experiencing right now. Well, you can... Get a hold of us on Golide uh, FM uh, underscore 19 on Twitter and also at, on Instagram and Golide FM on Facebook. You can also find us on www.anchor.fm forward slash Golide FM. You can find us on those platforms. Well, until we meet again next time on the Golide FM podcast, I want to Bid you a good night, good evening, and a good morning. And I leave you listening yet again to Jehovah a cappella from Uganda as they sing. Now let us have a little talk with Jesus. Ciao. I once was lost in sin, but Jesus took me in. And then a little light from heaven filled my soul. It bent my heart in love and wrote my name above. And just a little talk with Jesus makes me whole. Have a little talk with Jesus. Tell him all about our troubles. He will hear our faintest cry. Answer by and by. Feel a little prayer will turn him. No little fires burning. Find a little talk with Jesus makes it right. I may have doubts and fears. My eyes be filled with tears. But Jesus is a friend who watches day and night. I go to him in prayer. He knows my every care. And just a little talk with Jesus makes it right. Have a little talk with Jesus. Tell him all about our troubles. He will Talk with Jesus, Maxine.